Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs, assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Excuse me for being on drugs. And Paula? Cellulite doesn't look as bad when it's tanned. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. We're back. It's the Ugly Truth. This is episode 113. Ugh! Ugh! Hello, listeners. We're back from our little break. A lot to talk about because we actually haven't even talked to each other that much. And when we were prepping to discuss the show, we ended up talking for 15 minutes <laughs> about just stuff. So that's how sisters are usually. But anyway, welcome back, Ugg. Welcome back. Hope Thank you enjoyed you. Your, enjoyed your week off. I did. I enjoyed my, uh, it was bittersweet. I mean, it was nice to have, you know, like that feeling of not having to do anything. But then right. on the same token, I'm just like, oh, you know. Well, it's funny because when you called me, and it's so weird. I don't know why. You're the only one that calls me of the family. Everybody else texts or emails me. So whenever you call me, I always pick it up going, who died? Who's in jail? What happened? Who's ill? But it's it's actually nice to know when you call me that it's not an emergency because whenever anybody else in our family calls each other, something's in, something's wrong. Someone's in the hospital or there's been an accident or something. I'm just too long-winded that sometimes sending a message like facebook message or a text just doesn't work and so <laughs> i need to novel. be able i need to be able to explain you know my situation and what's going on yes and so that's usually why i call you because it's it just, just easier it's just easier to talk god forbid so when you called me it was funny i was laughing and i told daryl i said yeah paul and i are gonna record on thursday and um blah 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 and I said it's so funny when Paula calls me because when she goes god it feels like I haven't talked to you forever she always sounds nervous it's like are we in trouble like are we mad at each other <laughs> the second we we don't talk for a week all of us do this we all go are you mad at me did I do something did I say something that made you mad or are you are are you angry I mean we all do it it'd probably be weird if we talk I don't know well for some of us if we talked every week that would be a little bizarre but well, that would be weird that's just because that's not how we are. But. We check out. Well, you know why? Um, I think you and I were talking about this. When we get together, it is emotionally draining. It mm -hmm. is so physically and emotionally draining. Well, when you and I get together, it's not so bad because we see each other pretty frequently. But when all of us get together, it's it's exhausting. We it's, exhaust each other. It's like a day at preschool. It you know, really it's is. like it starts out where you're excited to see everyone. You play really hard and then you eat. <laughs> and then by the end of the day, you're just like, you know, you're tired. You're and everyone's annoying you. You're <laughs> crying in a corner and you want to go home. You're like, I need a nap and I need some juice. Right. And then I'll be fine tomorrow. Right. But I, don't, I can't do this again. Not for a while. So, except for grown-ups, we just need to go in our room and drink our wine or whatever it is that rest. we do. <laughs> I just need to rest. It's true. And mom is the worst. She's like, I just no one talked to me for like a week. Okay, I need to recover from the likes of all of you. We're, we exhaust people. It is, it is absolutely true. Okay, so we're back. And so much has happened in the last 12 hours that we have to talk about. Now, I realize that you are, I think it's, I don't know if it's because you're young or it just wasn't your thing, but I'm, I have been a huge David Letterman fan since I was a little uh -huh. girl. I've been watching Dave Letterman since probably the late, mid to late 80s. I used to have really bad insomnia when I was a little girl. I would be like oh, okay. 10 or 11 years old and I would be up until like 2 or 3 in the morning and I don't know why. It could have been our family environment. I mean, it wasn't exactly peachy. And so I was up a lot and I had insomnia a lot. And so I would watch David Letterman when he did the Late Late Show on channel or NBC, I guess would be. Yeah, because it used to be on at like yeah, midnight. Yeah, it was only something. 12, 1230. And I would watch it. And then occasionally, you know, because I was living with dad for some time and he would be like, um, what are you doing? You have school in like five hours. Go to bed. 
you know. Right. But I, but I loved David Letterman. So last night was his final show for the um, for his hosting duties or whatever. And it was star studded and it was really great. And um, Daryl, who gets up so early, was trying to watch it with me. And one of the funniest parts, which I think most people would agree, is the top 10 list. Those were always my favorite. They're super funny, especially when they bring out like celebrities, these random celebrities who are really bad at reading cue cards and stuff. It was really great. Well, last night it was just like all of these A celebrities, all the people that meant something to him went out there. And the one that was the funniest was Jim Carrey <laughs> because Jim Carrey. Oh, really? whole like Ace Ventura thing. (laughs) He had like this huge ass beard and he messed up his hair and he was wearing like all white. And he was just really bizarre. And I laughed so hard at that for some reason. But you know what? I know Jim Carrey. Was he trying to be that Joaquin Phoenix No, he was just being Ace Ventura, the pet detective dude. He was being really dorky. And he was like walking back, back into the line of celebrities like, flying like a bird and doing all of his crazy physical (laughs) comedy that he does i know that a lot of people don't like jim carrey and that he's nuts but i don't i've always loved him i think he's so freaking funny yeah he's funny with like uh when he's left to his own devices i think and he is crazy i mean he is a nutball for sure yeah yes i believe so i believe he genuinely is one of us (laughs) i think he needs medication regularly so but all was said and done. It was super cool. I didn't get really teary. I mean, I just, it was just a part of my childhood through adult life where I just really enjoyed watching him and was really glad to see him retire. But the one thing that was super funny, which I know you'll totally like, is that, you know, because it's his final show, his family is in the audience. His mom, or not his mom, I think his mom's dead, but his wife and his son, Harry. I think yeah. Harry is just a smidge older or maybe Ryan's age. Uh-huh. So he's sitting in the audience with his mom and he got to bring a friend with him to the show. Okay. Which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. So Dave is wrapping things up and he's like, but you know, my wife and my son are here. They're the most important people in the world. And so everybody's giving them a standing ovation. Well, Harry's sitting there very pensive like Ryan would be. You know, and he's just sitting there like, this is really uncomfortable. Why is everyone standing? I am bored. This is my dumb dad's retirement show, you know. Right. Then this is when he lights up and he goes, oh, and I would be remiss. Harry, Harry absolutely wanted me to make sure that everybody knew that he got to bring a friend tonight. So his friend Tommy Romano is here. <laughs> and his oh, little God. so they're probably like skinny Yay! little friend and they're looking at each other and they're totally laughing and smiling they're like yeah and his friend tommy is looking at the camera like hey look at me i'm on tv and then then harry is just like out of his mind excited he's like yeah How funny. and i'm like that is what it's all about those little boys are like finally our moment in the sun that is so funny it was hysterical actually he's like tommy romano is here it was so great so anyway so daryl and i were talking about all the funny stupid stuff that we used to like back when he was like really at his peak i don't know did you watch late show ever off and on throughout the years i mean you know if i was up late enough then i would watch it but you know as television's progressed there's been so many more options i think that's true i know there's definitely the diehards or the people who like like late night talk shows but i've never been one for talking talk shows But if I was going to watch one, it was definitely David yeah. Letterman. It was almost like a variety show. Oh, so. well, I mean, the stupid pet tricks, which I always loved. Yeah. Wasn't he the one that called the lady across the street in the yes, building? Yes, Meg. It was, I think it was. Okay. <laughs> yes, um, I thought that was he'd so pick up, funny. He'd give him the green phone and he'd pick it up and it wasn't really connected to anything. I remember one time he picked up the green phone and it wasn't plugged in. So the wire went flipping out <laughs> so everybody could see it wasn't actually connected. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. And so, you know, he's always throwing pencils. Yes, through the windows. That was always funny. And do you remember uh, Rupert at the Hello Deli? He would go down to the deli downstairs and he would interview customers. They would do games and stuff. Oh, they would do like the man on the street kind of thing. Yeah, Rupert was really funny, actually. And there was some, they were saying this week that they actually had to stop doing Rupert on the street because he got a knife pulled on him once. So like we had to stop doing it because someone was going to get hurt. Well, I know he always was had interns too. Yeah, he screwed a lot of them. Actually, at one point he was sleeping. Yeah, which was kind of funny that you know 
that's probably why he had to do the big send off with his wife and Perhaps. kids because you know Perhaps. it's the penance that maybe you yeah that, that was fame. a while ago but she kind of looked like diane weist she is a little plainer looking than but you know what dave letterman is a very plain look i mean he's an unusual fellow i mean well he's old 68 he's 68 yeah. she's younger definitely yeah, but they'd been together for like twenty years yeah, or something like have, that. Yeah. A long time. I don't think they I don't think they've been married that long, but they I think they no. got, I think he married her when she got pregnant. That's when yeah. yeah, that's when that happened. Right. But you know, he was a he's a he's a super funny guy. You know, the rumors of him being in a in a hole, you know, are found definitely true. But as far as his job goes, he did it he did a great job. And I mean I like Jimmy Kimmel, but I don't stay up every night to watch him like I like I do Dave Letterman or like I did. So it'll be interesting to see how things progress. But, you know, it's true. Late shows, first of all, we're always everything's 24 seven now. Right. And you can watch the highlights of any show on YouTube or on the Internet. I mean, if something great happened, I mean, your Facebook feed or your Twitter feed is going to be lighting up with the, the the segment. So it's not like. You're gonna miss it. I watched the news this morning and I caught all the highlights. Yeah, you probably saw the great stuff. (laughs) Probably, uh, yeah. And you know, I know Twitter and Facebook was all flurry last night Mm -hmm. of you know everyone. They're so sad and that you know I'm not sad. I I mean, I get the I get the fact that you know people have been watching this show for a long time, but I mean, he's not dying. I know. It's not you know. It's, but I, I guess we are creatures of habit, and mm-hmm. so you know it is difficult when things change. It's just like when a show you that you know you've been watching for a really long time right. finally comes to an end. Yeah, especially if you felt really connected to the show yeah, or something. That's true. Then it's difficult. So I think there was a lot of people of his same generation. Mm-hmm that are affected by his departure the people that are so attached that they become emotionally distraught i mean you know i've seen uh, bosses that i really like who are being transferred or you know especially with working in radio you know we i've been through two uh, corporate sales where the stations i was working at were sold to other companies and you know most of the higher ups either they stick with the original company so they leave I've seen that and it's sad because, you know, they're humans and you miss them and you're going to miss working with them. But when a show ends, you know, I mean, it's always like, oh, that was really good. But I mean, I don't get emotionally attached to the point where I'm like mourning the loss of a show. You know, I'm always glad that I was a part of it. I'm always glad I was around to see it. For me, it's like I'm always grateful that I was at least around to see it when it was great and moving on. Yeah. But I'm also one of those people who, you know, they show on TV where I would be like absolutely devastated if my house was destroyed by a tornado. You know, I'm those people oh. who are crying like their guts out like this is our whole life. I'm like, you're alive. I know that it's difficult and you're homeless, but you're alive and your children right. made it. So what really more is there? It's just a pile of rubble now. I mean, I know that sounds terrible, but I would not be one of those people who would be devastated if my house was consumed by a fire. If everybody I loved in it made it, I'd be able to move on with my life. I think it would just suck. Well, of course it would suck. It would be terrible. It would be frustrating. I mean, you know, losing all your clothes and everything. But my point of all of that is I, I have seen those people who are really suffering over the loss of a a host leaving his job. But you know, if you knew him, it'd be one thing, but I don't know. And I'm not trying to be calloused about it, but it, it was just a show <laughs> and it was a great show and it is right. sad to see it end. But, you know, moving on, you know, he's he's got his family and he's excited and he's survived heart disease and all of that. And he's going to have a great life yeah. now. So we all should just be happy for him and move on with our lives and change sucks, but it yeah. is what it is. Well, and I think, like I, I said, I think maybe sometimes people just identify with certain shows and it could you know it could be someone's habit maybe you know it's special because maybe I don't know after a couple who's been married let's just say 25 years that you know after they put their kids to bed you know they would watch David Letterman and now they're empty nesters but they still you know it's like it's their thing or something so it's just you know closing a chapter if if it was you know something that you let into your life And the other thing is, I mean, and I would include myself in this group of people, is that he was a comedian, first and foremost. He did stand-up and stuff before he was ever a show Mm -hmm. host. And he was a weatherman. 
of all things. I know. Which I always found funny. And actually, you know who really found that funny? Malia. Malia has, oh, really? Malia has seen his old clips when he did the weather, and she thought he was hysterical. But she, oh, has, she has a weird she obsession with weather. Well, maybe she'll be a weather person. We think she will be, actually. Ultimately. She better lighten up, though, because, I mean, most <laughs> weather people are pretty kooky, you know? Well, maybe she won't be on the television. Maybe she'll be a meteorologist in some, you know, weather center. <laughs> we, yeah. Maybe she'll, she'll probably be on the weather channel. She'll be a producer. You know, the weather, most weather people produce their own segments. Well, I don't see her wearing a raincoat and throwing sunshines on a map anytime soon. Yes. I don't think I don't that will be that. her. Or standing in a hurricane reporting, oh, my oh we've God. got 80 mile an hour winds. She's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> that would be her. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. Plus, you can share yours with us. Go to UGLEETruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. All right, well, on to lighter news. I bought spray tan. And I, I do this every damn year. And I do it because, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a lot of skin cancer awareness going on right now. Yes. Now, I'm not one. Now, well, when I was little, I mean, young teenagers, I laid out with olive oil on my body. I mean, olive oil. We used Crisco. I never used Crisco. I used olive oil and baby oil. That's what I used. And then occasionally Hawaiian Tropic. We would use Wesson cooking oil or the Hawaiian (laughs) Tropic oil. And I remember mom came home and she was so pissed because she's just like, what are you doing? You're cooking your skin. (laughs) We need a tan. We're pale. I know. Well, I don't know what our obsession with tanning was. It's, well, I guess it was the 80s. Everybody was obsessed with being tan. 80s, it was the California thing. You know, tan equaled health. You know, everybody looked and everyone looks so good when they're tan, you know, and so that's why we did it. But anyway, well, it's true. And that and honestly, that hasn't changed. No, everybody looks a healthy glow is very attractive. Everybody looks good when they're tan. They look healthy. You look healthy for some reason. Cellulite doesn't look as bad when it's tan. It's true. Pale and and cellulite, I mean, you might as well be living in It looks Maine. like cottage cheese. Yeah, it's not good. It's it's not attractive. So the the healthy California glow is what we always wanted to achieve and we still do. Now, the first time I ever got a spray tan, a real one, a professional spray tan was when you were getting married and we all didn't want to be pale because it was March and there wasn't any sun yet. And so we all went and got a spray tan and I loved it. I thought it looked so natural and it looked so good. I went back and got it done again like a couple of months later and it didn't go as well. And it was spotted and I had like spots on my skin and it, it was like sloughing off like skin and I was like what is going on this is not at all so I bought my own and every year I buy a spray tan of some kind to put on myself on my legs at least and it never works out it never (sighs) ever works out no matter how hard I try if you thought a professional that was going awry wasn't working Why would you think that something you bring into your own home would work any better? Because I convince myself that this year will be different. This brand is different. This method of application is the best, is the best, and it will work this time and I'll be happy. And so this year I bought Hawaiian Tropics mousse stuff. Oh, okay. So it says apply liberally. Now, when I bought it, I thought it was a spray. I didn't know it was mousse. So when she tried and sp- squirt it onto your thigh or so something. So I shook it really hard and I went like, oh, here we go. So I did like, you know, 10 inches, <laughs> 10 inches away from my leg. And I'm naked, of course, because and I just get had dried off. everywhere. So I spray it and it just foams out everywhere. And it just sakes. splotches all over my leg, all over the floor. And I'm like, all right, well, this isn't a spray, is it? And it says apply liberally. So I, I applied it liberally on one leg and then I'm like maybe I shouldn't apply it so liberally on the other leg so I did the other leg not as liberal 
So the next, so like within two hours, I look down and I look like I've been walking around in sun-kissed orange soda. Oh my god! Because my my ankles and my feet are completely orange. And we I always turn orange. <laughs> Why? Why do we I turn orange? And I think not there's tan? something wrong with our pigment. Even the spray tan that we got, we were orange. I was orangish, yes. and I didn't do it again for two reasons. One, because I turned orange, but two, because I urinated while they were spraying me. <laughs> That's right, you did. Because it startled me. <laughs> and I, my son was only a year and a half old. I'm so peeing! The bustle- I'm peeing! So you guys coined the phrase Mystic Pee for yes, a long time. Because that was you. That was me. So I had no problem doing the tanning beds because those tans look really good. Well, (laughs) it's the it's the it's the rays that they pull from the sun. I mean, it's like pure UV. But the mistake I made was is I got the um, enhancing lotion (gasps) that that literally it feels like it's like ripping the pigment from your skin. Oh, it burns. It feels like needles. Oh, my God. Is it like because opening up your pores or something? No, what it causes, it causes all the blood to rush <gasps> to the surface of your skin. Oh my god. Kind of it like, like the, forces the... a tan out of your body. Wow, that can't be healthy. I'm sure it's not healthy. And so I'm just like, I'm never doing that again because no, that's dangerous. You know, that I'll dangerous. sit under the lights for, you know, six minutes or that's something. That's right. You but... do do the tanning beds quite a bit. You know, that, that was the other thing with the spray tan. You know, I'm pretty big boobed. And so I'm standing there like a, you know, you stand there like you're doing a jumping jack. You pretty know, being, much, yeah. Being sprayed. And, you know, I you can suck it in and, and lift up your boobs as much as you want. And make sure you put your neck out so that you don't have a, a ring of whiteness under your chin yeah, or anything. Yeah, really. So I finished and I'm like, oh. Cool. nobody wants to have orange double chins. Good God, no. And then, you know, and then the tan is done and I look up and I'm like, I've got two little half crescent moons under my boobs. <laughs> well, I'm like, this is unattractive. Well, who's going to see it though? I know, really? but I mean, I if mean... you lift up your boobs and you see it below your, your breasts, the, the this white line where your boobs were hanging down... It's very humbling, by the way. I lifted up my boob the other day, and all I found was a little pimple. No, I know, but I mean, I'm just saying. Because it's been hot. It reminds (laughs) you how much your boobs don't, aren't perky. You're like, God. Oh, yeah. It's not like it was down by my belly button or anything. I have pretty perky boobs for the size that I have. Well, yeah, but But I mean, they're not erect. It's like, I almost wanted to hold my boobs with my hands and lift them up. While I was being sprayed, but then I was concerned I'd have white creases in my elbows. So I said, well, I can't do that. I'm just going to have to deal. Uh, Once again, and I have found three other spray tan bottles under my sink. uh, Failures. (laughs) So that's where it will. It's now being retired to the back of the... uh, cabinet in the bathroom where it's it will stay where everything dies yeah Goes if you want die. something to you know go out to pasture die <laughs> put it sink. in the back the back of your bathroom under bottom the sink, sink. With, with the plunger there you yeah, go yeah that's You're where done. it is speaking of our bodies you okay i honestly don't know where you got the idea to get this dvd for exercise i've never even heard of it so was this like a uh, is this one of those infomercial DVDs? Okay, so yeah, I've had been having trouble sleeping for I don't know, a few months now. Okay. And so I don't it was just one night and I was watching this guy and it's Sean, I don't know what his name is, last name is, but it's Sean. It's they're from the creators of P90X. Okay. And so it's this thing called T or Focus T25. And what it is, it's a 25-minute workout that you do. Mm-hmm. And you do it five days a week. And there's a DVD for each day. Okay. And it focuses on different things. Like, you know, yesterday was abs. You know, mm. day Monday was cardio. Okay. And they're say they say basically that because of the way they've designed these exercises that you should see immediate results even though you're only working out 25 minutes a day. So you were sold. Well, yeah, because I'm thinking, well, I can find 25 minutes. Yeah. But every time you read something, they're like, well, you don't actually start burning any fat until you've done, you know, at least 40 minutes of cardio. And I'm like, well, well then why are you doing 25 minutes? I'm like, well, who's got 40 minutes? You know, well, so this, but these people told me that I could do it in 25 minutes. <laughs> I will so. tell you these same people 
convinced Daryl to buy the P90X series about oh. five years ago. And he bought it. He was sold. I believe his brother also convinced him that this would be a good idea. It was like $150. It was a huge package. But I've, let's say the first payment was $70. And then there'll mm-hmm. be two more payments of thirty nine ninety five <laughs> okay. coming out in the next two months. And Victor's like, who's Beachbody.com? And I'm like, nobody. None of your Just business. Stand up my life. <laughs> so he purchased it. And he busted yeah. out one DVD, put it in, yeah. couldn't survive it. It stayed in its package. He's like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I said, are you going to really do it? He goes, yeah, I'm going to do it. I just I just really need to find the time, blah, blah, blah. And I said, all right, cool. You know, I'm all for exercising. I work out almost every day. I'm all for it. If, he, if And he needs it. He's thin mm-hmm. and everything. But everyone right. needs to move their heart and bodies. And sure. Important. And so he lent it to someone. And we've not seen it since. I don't even know if we know the person who has it anymore. It's gone. It's, prob- it's probably underneath their bathroom sink it's, somewhere. It, it, that or it was garage sale fodder. I'm sure someone sold it for $15 at somebody's garage sale Well, yeah, sale nobody's doing P90X anymore. So, right. So, okay. So, you did so you receive the package? I have received the package. I have done um, Mondays and Wednesdays. Okay. I don't know what happened on Tuesday. <laughs> you probably took a nap. <sighs> Recovery probably. day. I have not gotten through all 25 minutes oh, <laughs> because it, it's really hard. It's challenging. It's very hard. And <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm doing it, I have to follow the low impact girl. Well, that's because, okay. <laughs> because I can't do like the other people. Okay. You know what? So they're like, but for those of you who want to follow Tanya, who's doing low impact, and I'm like, all right, Tanya, it's on. You and I, Tanya. Let's like lay on our backs and like not really, you know, let's let's, just do some pelvic thrusts. Let's bend our knees when we do our push-ups. Exactly. Hey, you know what, though? It's a good goal. You know, you'll, you can move, you can work your way up to the high impact at some point. But um, I remember I went through a phase where I thought I wanted to do yoga because everybody does yoga who's cool. I've tried yoga. I have tried it. I've tried it several times, actually, because I really think it would help with my rage, my inner rage. And so I have tried it. And I just I was (laughs) Comcast. I don't know if they still do, but on demand, there's a yoga channel. Yeah, I have. That's the one I tried. Yes. And so I'm like, well, I'll do this yoga for beginners. It's like a 20 minute thing and I'm like easy easy peasy I even went out and I bought a yoga mat because I have hardwood floors so I wanted to make sure that I wasn't gonna slip and fall I don't have it anymore I gave it to one of my children they have it now but I said okay fine so they're doing all these things I'm like oh this is easy so then she does this one thing and I don't and I'm sure our yoga people because there's a lot of people who do it will know what the pose is but it's the one where you're diagonal facing and your your feet are together and you look like you're a, like a jack, you know, like the jack she would play with. And you have one arm down and one arm up, like diagonally. And you're literally that's, holding your body diagonally. That's hard to balance. <laughs> um, I thought I was going to break my arm. I, and I'm like, this is not, this can't be safe. Because that was my problem is when I did the yoga thing, I kept falling down. Yes. And there is no option. Oh, and then ultimately they give you an option of you can do it on your, you can be on your knees instead of your feet. And that was a little bit easier, but it, it was very humbling. <laughs> Again, another humbling moment of my body right. that I could not hold myself in that position. Well, in fact, last night, so we're doing the exercises and, you know, Olivia is of the age where she's, she, she doesn't understand what she says. And so she's exercising with me and then we're doing this part where it was abs. And so you're supposed to sit on the ground, you know, with your back up and then raise your, your legs up off the ground. And I'm okay. like, that's really hard to do. Yeah, like, I, know sit, I know exactly it, what you're talking about. Yeah. Especially sitting up straight. Yes. So I have my pajama pants. So I've grabbed the tops of my pajama pants and I'm lifting my legs up. <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, Mom, why are you doing that? And I'm like, because I can't lift my legs. All right. <laughs> you know, and then she's laying on the floor and then she just starts laughing. And I'm like, go to your room. <laughs> you may not do this with me. Because I'm just like, I'm not going to sit here and be laughed at when I'm, you know, (laughs) trying to 
Because I can only imagine it must be funny to be watching. I will not you be know. mocked by a five-year-old. Now get but out I, of here. I was not going to allow it. No. I absolutely. You're and so then eventually, You're trying to do this. Here's the thing. I, you know... I don't imagine that I'll have the before and after pictures like these people where, you know, six weeks or eight weeks down the road, they, you know, lost 160 pounds right. or something like right. that. I'm, just doing I'm not aspiring to no. have anything like that. But if I'm at least getting my body to move and I, you know, I feel a little sore or and maybe I'm, you know, exercising for 15 minutes three times a week. I'm like, that's got to be better than just nothing. It is. It's a very good start. And I'm not buying their shakes. I'm not buying their vitamins. Well, I'm you just know what? Not that's, doing it. that's a temporary fix anyway. The whole shake and vitamin crap because everybody's juicing right now. And I don't I know. Understand. And I watch the juice things and they're like, you know, I, all I do is put in some raspberries, raspberries, Greek yogurt, ice and, you know, a half a cup of milk. And I'm like, that's a milkshake. I'm like, why don't you just eat it? Yeah, I would rather like, just eat it than drink it. I, I'm like, I eat that. I don't have to drink it. Yes. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the liquid thing or when they say, yeah, and and accompany it with your shakes and you'll you'll see dramatic results. Like, yeah, because you're not eating anything. And then the second you put real food in your body, you're going to swell. And I'm not going to eat anything or drink anything that's green and grainy. (laughs) That's just not going to happen. They're just like, you know, I saw this lady. It was like she was making a salad inside of a blender. Yeah. And I'm just like, that looks. And then they're drinking it. Like, and I'm like, you're not fooling anyone. You know, that tastes like shit. Put some vodka in it and I might consider it. Yeah, really. Maybe like a pickled green bean. But (laughs) yeah, I don't get that either. And I know a lot of people do the green thing. Uh Uh-uh. I'll eat kale. I'll eat kale and and Brussels sprouts and I'll have salads, but I'm not a fan of the drink. I feel like I'm drinking diarrhea. I don't know. Well, and I'm just kind of thinking, I'm like, that can't be healthy to have that much roughage all at the same time. Talk about bloating and and unusual bowel movement. Really? I'm just like, you're probably just gassy. Gross. Yeah, no thanks. Okay, so one of the reasons that we took a week off was because I had to go to the dentist and I'm a big baby and it required a week of preparation. Which is why there was one of the reasons why there was no show last week. Well, we didn't know what was going to happen, and yeah, you so never know you know the, the last thing you want to you know if you're getting a small procedure done on your mouth, right. the last thing you want to do is you know be talking for two hours. It's true, and so I did go to the dentist, and because I have anxiety about it, I was given a lovely pill and a half. I don't really know what it was. I, I you and I were trying to figure it out. It could have been Xanax, but I'm pretty sure it was a Xanax. Let me look actually. It's a really pretty periwinkle pill that's like oblong shaped, like a like a oval, and then I got one and a half of those. I thought it looked like a Xanax, but I don't think Xanax is that dark blue. I think it's a little bit lighter if I recall, depending on the dosage. It could have been a high dose of something. Anyway, so went in, took the pill, Went in to sit down, and I don't remember a ton, but what I do remember is getting the shot in the side of my cheek where I literally thought the needle was coming out of my face. It hurt so bad. Ow. But it was that was the only thing, and I did hear him apologize <laughs> because oh. it hurt. Because normally when you're not, you know, under the influence of drugs, they numb you. They give you a topical numbing agent, but when you're completely wasted, they, they're not going to waste their time. Because you're not going to, you're going to barely remember it anyway, which I didn't, although I did remember that it hurt pretty bad. But yeah, it, it, before I knew it, I was done and Daryl was there and they reminded me two or three times not to make any decisions today. I, you told me that yeah. and I keep trying to think like, what kind of decisions like would someone make? <laughs> well, I like, think... Like buying a car no, or... You know what I, well, what I think it is, is because... Get a tattoo? You have no know. memory. And you could say, yeah, I'll do that. And then a day later, you're like, I never said I would do that. You know, I think it's something like that. In fact, the uh, front lady even asked me, she goes, well, Dr. React wants to see you for x-rays after you're done with all of your antibiotics. So we need to schedule the appointment. I'm looking at her. I remember vividly blinking. And Daryl's like, well, maybe I should do it. And then the, the nurse who was assisting his assistant comes out. She goes, you know what? Let's go ahead and wait on that until you're, you know, completely coherent. And she walked right. me out. They literally had to walk me. Daryl and this lady had to walk me out to the car. 
I'm surprised they didn't just put you in a wheelchair. <laughs> I know. Well, they probably could have if they if they wanted to. Well, they probably don't have one because it's a dentist office. <laughs> well, and if you need a wheelchair, you probably came in with one. Right. Likely. So right. I, all I remember is I remember sitting down going, bye, thank you. And that's all I remember. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, I wake up in bed and it's been an hour. And I look in the mirror and I look like I've had a stroke because I had so much Novocaine. I think I told you that at some point I was really relaxed. And so they had to use that crank where they crank open your mouth and they keep it cranked open. Oh, the dental dam. Well, I did have the dental dam on, but I felt like a metal thing kind of hanging out. And so I had a little bruise on my chin. You know, we have the most sensitive skin. I swear to God, it could have been just laying there, but it gave me a little bruise. And I'd also remember... They put a wedge on the other side of my mouth, the side they weren't working on, to kind of keep me – so I didn't have to keep my mouth open. Yeah. And I kept gagging on it. Oh. And I was like, ugh, ugh. And so I kept lifting up and moving it. He goes, oh, is that bothering you? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm struggling with the gag. He's and like, I hate it when they ask you questions <laughs> because they're just like, what do Like they must speak, you know, open mouth, you know, wet rubber <laughs> metal. Dental dam speak. Right. So I ultimately, and you know, the thing with me and sedation or any kind of drug induced anything, even at the hot, when I was in the hospital for that emergency surgery, I tend to get a bit violent with myself and I'm like ripping things out and moving things out. Like I'm constantly irritated because I don't like being messed with. And you get agitated and you're just trying to remove the foreign objects. Exactly. And so I kept trying to pull this thing out. He goes, you know, it's really only there for your comfort. If you don't want it, we'll take it out. I'm like, ah, ah. You know, so take it out. So they took it out. Right. Ultimately, they used the crank and, you know, got their work done. But I just, I asked Daryl something. He goes, you know, you've asked me that three times now. And I said, well, you know, excuse me for being on drugs. You know, pardon me for being on right. something that doesn't allow me to recall things. And I thought of you immediately because you went through a period where you were forgetting things a lot. I still do that. Victor treats me sometimes like I just have dementia because (laughs) even the kids, you know, I'll come in. I'm like, did we feed the dogs today? And they're like, yeah, mom, we fed the dogs today. And I'm like, don't patronize me. Yeah, don't do that. But, you know, that day I sat down and I must have said four or five times that Malia had cheer practice. (laughs) Yeah. And they said, no, she doesn't have cheer practice. It's Wednesday. It's Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And I said, oh, yeah, that's right. So at 520, I'm sitting on the couch and I go, Malia. And she goes, what? I go, are you ready to go? She goes, for what? And I said, for cheer. It's 520. She goes, mom, I don't have cheer practice today. (laughs) And and Daryl's laughing. And I go, what? He goes, honey, you've said that. You've told her to get ready like 30 times. And I said, when is this drug going to wear off? I'm sick of it. I just could, I couldn't take it. And I'm like, well, this is what they were talking about. Don't make any decisions and definitely don't drive. It was, you know what, though? It was great. And everybody should be sedated for dental work. It's awesome. But really, you need a caretaker. Yeah, you need a handler. Definitely. So I was, but I was glad, you know, and all is fine. Everything's great. And I'll go back for my x-rays and everything's well. Did you find out what kind of pill it was yet? I look like it, it's a Xanax. Oh, okay. Well, so, you know, one and a half is, that. that's... That's a lot. Well, for you, yeah, yeah. that's a lot. Well, I don't take it regularly, so it's definitely right. heavy duty. That's definitely did the trick. One of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the ugly truth lip and clip. To do that, the Uggs know you have to have the right stuff and be ready for anything. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com and click on our Avon link to shop for high-quality makeup and beauty supplies, all at great deals. Plus, every time you buy something, you'll be helping out the show. So thanks. And now back to the Ugly Truth. So, all right. Two more things. Well, actually, let's do our Ugly and Awkward Moment of the Week. Okay, so my ugly and awkward moment of the week, it's kind of tied into Mother's Day. It actually was one of the better Mother's Day. Well, good. Victor asked me the day before what I wanted for breakfast. And so I said, you know, I really just want something light. Can we just do some yogurt, some fruit, maybe some turkey bacon? Little continental breakfast. 
And so we did that. I got to sleep in. Nice. The kids gave me um, each a little heart necklace. So I got two necklaces. Victor, there was only one flub. He, his gift to me was he had my computer repaired. I, yes. (laughs) And I, I appreciated your positive spin on that. Hey, it, I'm glad to have it. It's you know what? It's it's the picture frame all over again. What are it's you very do? practical. It's, it's and and he, we had a discussion about it. I said it's very practical. Right. I'll be grateful to have it. Right. But it's just not my idea of a gift. I, and you know, I will tell you, my BFF would have found that to be an incredibly romantic gesture. But we really? are not. Well, she's a very practical girl. Oh. Okay. She doesn't like flowers. So on Mother's Day, her gift is her husband, Tom, takes her to Lowe's and she picks out plants for their yard. Oh, That's that's her thing. They've been doing it for 20 years because she hates flowers. (laughs) She thinks they're a waste. So the other thing is, is because we have such a small apartment and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're in close quarters, we decide to get out every now and then. So I said, well, you know what? Mom wants to go play blackjack. Mm. So we went up to the casino. All right. Kids got to go and run off and play. It was like crazy busy there. Of course, I guess it was. everybody was taking mom to the casino. Yeah, and so when you are at like a slot machine, when you cash out, they don't give you like coins anymore. No, they give you, know, you they a give paper. You these little papers. So I always put it in my bra because I'm afraid that like I don't want anything falling out of my pockets or anything like that. So Victor and I were walking to somewhere and I said, well, let me go cash out this token. So I pulled it out and I gave my nipple a paper cut. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, my God. I put the paper in my bra because, like I said, I don't want. Yeah. I I didn't want anything falling out of my pocket. Oh, my God. And plus I was wearing I was wearing my pajama, my pajama jeans. And so (laughs) your pajama jeans. I bought the genies. Okay, yeah. Paula, you need to you need to stop watching late night television. I, mean, I know David Letterman is not on anymore, and these paper. These, I need to find something else. You need to find Jimmy Kimmel or Adult Swim. You can't <laughs> you can't watch these these paid programming shows any longer. I'm literally a channel away from QVC. I know it. QVC would be an upgrade. At least you recognize the the people who are endorsing that stuff. Yeah, that's true. Lori Grenier. She's a shark on the Shark Tank. Well, there you go. So I pulled the paper out of my bra and I gave myself a paper cut on my nipple. Did it sting? And it did. And then as I was, so I turned back around and I woke, I bent over to Victor and I said, I just gave my nipple a paper cut. Oh, And my then God. I was walked away. No, it wasn't bleeding. Oh, it was God. a very slight one. You know, those are worse. Yeah. But I was just like, I could have. I could have really like harmed yourself. Harmed yourself. Like how I I don't imagine a paper cut could take off that much nipple, but you never know. I was just thinking I'm like I could have really started to like, you know, loosen <laughs> that the nipple. You could have done a, a partial lip nippleectomy. <laughs> nippleectomy. Yeah. So oh I'm just God. like, but I'm like, what are the odds? And then you know what? The thing is, is you're going to feel that every time when you And shower. I'm just like, what are the odds that you would know. pull out a little piece of paper from your bra and it would give your nipple a paper cut? You couldn't do it twice. I don't think anyone could I even do it if they tried. Well, I don't know how many people I are mean, putting I mean, I remember the movie bra. Jackass. They were trying to give their testes paper cuts. Ew. And it took, it took you know, effort, like a couple tries. Wow. I, I know. It's stupid. That I've never seen. Interesting. Did they do it? Did it work? I think eventually it did. Ugh. But I mean, I think like, especially with balls, I think someone had to hold them taut oh, in God. order for it to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that job. No. Well, that's very good. And so we got Mother's Day and an awkward moment. Two for one. That's awesome. Well, my Mother's Day was, it was good. It was, it's funny because I got a lot of joke cards. (laughs) I didn't get any like sincerity cards. Oh, okay. Which is fine. You know, they they were jokey smurf. And you're just a big joke in your house, I guess. Yeah, just a big joke. But the inscriptions, (laughs) the inscriptions were lovely. You know, like, thanks for putting up with us. We love you. Thanks for all your advice. <laughs> yeah. Thanks I for nagging us and making us do stuff. I don't think I actually got cards. I got like, you know, the little things from school. Those like are cute. The, 
Yeah, that was cute. I got those. I did get a breakfast. I got my traditional, you know, fruit salad, mimosa, coffee, eggs, breakfast, and it was good. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, actually, Daryl, oh, no, actually, Daryl bought um, quiche from the store because, quiche. yeah, because oh, okay. they had this Mother's Day special at the store where you get quiche and fruit salad and whatever. So he bought the quiche only because Malia makes, traditionally, Malia makes the fruit salad. And so... Um, mm-hmm. The quiche gave me diarrhea, ultimately. Well, I... Yeah. yeah. I was a little too rich. But it was good when I was eating it, but ultimately it did not settle very well. <laughs> but I didn't That's tell anybody just, that. Yeah, I mean... I didn't want to say anything because I didn't yeah. want any, anybody... I didn't want... Because Daryl ultimately is the one that feels bad. Cause he well, when they try, I know. Right. And so then the girls wanted to do manicures. And... So Daryl actually asked me the day before, he said, look, uh, the girls want to do manicures with you for Mother's Day. And I said, all right, like here or like a spa day at home or what are we talking? And he goes, no, there's a place that he that they want to go to that that Daryl has been to that he thought was nice. And I said, all right, well. Oh, thank God. I thought you yeah. when they said manicures, I thought they were talking about doing something at home. And I'd be like, absolutely not. That's no. exactly what I thought, too. <laughs> That's so not going to happen. He said, no, I'm not putting I'm not. <laughs> no, you guys aren't going to read Cosmo no. and did what we did when we were 16 and come up with your own solution. <laughs> We're not going to create elixirs from the kitchen. No, it's not happening. So I said, well, you know, I, you know, I don't like being messed with, but I I have forever had my nails done. So I'm okay with a manicure. Pedicures are okay. Yeah, they're fine. And he said, well, you know, pedicures, it's an option too. And I said, what are you doing to me? Like, why, what makes you think, are you just doing that because you want to see me irate? I'm not getting a pedicure. You're like, why would you even say that? Because he thinks it's funny to see me mad about things like that are related to pedicures. And I said, no, I'm not doing it. So we go to this super nice salon. The uh, front uh, hostesses, they're all young uh, Caucasian, uh, you know, girls from, from good homes. Um, the back, wow. the back this sounds expensive. It was expensive, but it was it was really nice though, and it was very crowded because everybody was there with their daughters doing the mani pedi, oh. oh, and okay. um, the back of the place where where everybody's working, they're all Vietnamese, all of them. Oh, okay, and that's fine, but it was just weird that they have the cashier and the lady who takes you to your station. She they're white. But all the hard work, all the real work is going on is being right, done the elbow by, grease. by right. the Vietnamese. So we sit down and we're all sitting together. And it is a very high-end salon. We're sitting there together. We're picking out. We're doing gel, the gel colors and everything's mm-hmm. really lovely. Mackenzie, uh, because of her work, her nails are a mess. And so, and they're all, you know, they're all talking about us, you know. Of course. We can tell what they're saying. And I mean, we obviously we don't speak Vietnamese, but I mean, we could tell that they were speaking about us. And I said, yeah, you need you're going to need like a jackhammer to work on her hands. They're pretty messed up. And yeah, they were laughing and talking shit about someone is an international language. Exactly. So I said, (laughs) I might as well cut the ice and say, we know what you're saying. Yes, they're a mess. Yes, these are my children. You know, yes, this is mother's. I mean, I don't know, whatever. And so, you know, they were really funny, though, and they were nice about it. And they started talking English, which was nice. And but to our left are all the pedicures. When they start talking English, don't you feel like you've been accepted into the fold? Yes. And they were <laughs> weird. They were asking, you know, they loved my ring. They're like, oh, your ring is so pretty. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. thank you. And I'm like, yes, it's very lovely. And, you know, and then I said, you know, yes, I have a son. And they're, oh, how old's your son? And I said, they're like, and they all three of them, they go, oh, you're too young. <laughs> like, you're too yeah. young to have a child. And I'm like, well, thank you very much. Yes, that will that will increase your tip to 30%. Right. No, I don't know. So. Which is funny because a lot of them, if they don't look their age at all. I mean. Oh, my God. They, they look, look like, like they're 16. They are so young looking. Yes. And they're like, no, I'll be 40 this year. I'm like, shut up. They, You know what? But, Honestly, the Vietnamese women are the most beautiful women on the I planet. Know. I mean, just gorgeous. And tiny. Tiny waist, like, you know. Beautiful. Bigger boobs. Yes. They always have, like, gorgeous hair. hair. And flawless skin. Beautiful women. And they were all beautiful. And so to my left, the pedicures are going on. And now <laughs> it's a struggle for me, as you can imagine, to see all these feet. I, I, well, mean, I don't look. I, it was hard to avoid. 
And there was one elephant of a woman sitting directly in my line of sight, just enjoying the shit out of her pedicure. Oh, God. You know, (laughs) you know, really putting the poor worker through her paces kind of thing. Like, yeah, I want it all. You know, I want the hot towels and, you know, rub it, rub them good and, you know, sanding the shit out of her heels. And I'm like, I've seen that before where, like, the lady literally, like, spits both hands, claps them together, like, and Here then we go. gets the nail file and she's like, Arr. and the lady is just leaning back like she's getting eaten out. You know, like, it's the oh, greatest gross. thing that's ever happened to her. You know, <laughs> it's like, I can't take it. Well, people get like that about paid service sometimes. They very, very entitled. Like they were going to, they're going to get every last drop out of, of that, that $60 pedicure. $12 or whatever. Pedicure. Yeah. And the poor lady was sweating. I mean, I mean, the, wo- the worker, you know. She must have been the new one or the intern or something. And I'm just looking and I'm like, this woman has like, like Bigfoot feet. Like they were huge, ugly, fat feet. And I just felt so bad. There is no amount of money in the world. I told Daryl, I said, I would rather be tortured than have to work on someone's feet for a living. I can't even begin to tell you how repellent that career choice would be to me. I can't even fathom. Luckily, they wear gloves now. Yeah. You know, back in the day, they didn't. No, yeah. It used to be like skin on skin, man. (laughs) I can't take it. I can't even take it. But that does no. not reduce the smell factor. Her disgusting Birkenstock well, laying on the ground. Yeah, really. God. I mean, if you're just going to stick them in, like, you know, you actually get the feet to like a respectable level, and then you just stick them back in your filthy shoes. Uh, you know what? I just can't stand it. But anyway, other than that part of it, the manicure was fabulous. We had a great time. We had great ladies. It was pricey, but we didn't care. I did tip them very well. It was a wonderful Mother's Day. Done and done. Aww. So two days later, Daryl, you know, these antibiotics have really not been doing well with my tummy. Like, they're really strong. And Oh, God. I always get diarrhea I when just I am don't on antibiotics. Feel, nothing feels good. And so I said, you know, I really feel like just soup, like brothy soup. Yeah. And Daryl loves pho. You know, the... Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I used to love it, yeah. You don't... Oh, yeah. God, is full of gluten. My God. You probably died. You, you, you I, explode. I can't eat anything, yeah. We went to pho. Uh, it's the best one around. And so we went to that one. It was almost closing time. But, you know, that shit is always... A, it's always available. So sit down and we get two number sevens, which is the beef one. Uh-huh. And I'm sipping it. And I am not a pro at pho. I've only started recently enjoying it, like in the last couple of years. Daryl's been eating it forever, and he loves it. And so I'm eating the little rice noodles that are in it. Yeah. And I do the slurpy thing like you do with spaghetti. The thing with pho is that you have to doctor it up. You put sriracha and hoisin sauce and basil and jalapenos, and you make it well, kind of spicy. you don't have to. Well, that's how can. we like it. That's how yeah, we I, like it. I do the cilantro, and I do, like, the lime wedges. Yes, we do all of it. But that's that's all I do. I don't do anything We else. put in all the spice, because we like it spicy. So yeah. the broth is nice and spicy. So I'm taking the chopsticks, and I'm taking some of the rice noodles out, and I'm eating them, and they're really super long, and they're kind of stuck together. So yeah. I kind of take a bite, and then slurp it up a bit. That stupid noodle flipped up and whacked me in the eyeball. Oh! And I mean, insta burn because of the sriracha and the jalapeno. And I'm like, oh my god, I have sriracha in my eye. My god! And all Jamie. I can think, and now it's burning like crazy. And Daryl's like, well, should you put water in it? And I'm like, it's watering. I don't think I could put water in it. I mean, I could try, but it's full of lemon. I'm thinking it might burn. Well, and then your mascara is going to run into your eye, which And makes it even worse. So ultimately, I got through it. That was the thing. And the thing is, is that they had a seated where, like, the employees sit and chill. So we were kind of next because they were closing. You know, ultimately, they were going to close in, like, a half hour. So everybody saw. Everybody saw me screaming. Not screaming, but making a loud protest about the sriracha eye. So what ultimately happened is I started getting concerned. That was my awkward moment, by the way. Okay. I started getting concerned that because they make this authentic fuss broth that it's been cooking for a really long time and they they use like oxtail and stuff. And I started Mm -hmm. thinking about the potential bacteria 
that might be in there and that I was going to wake up and have like bacteria eye and I was going to have you're like, eating that you're ingesting this into your body yeah but my stomach I'm can sure process you it cons- what you think because it came in in a different orifice that somehow it's going to create a problem my eye cannot digest bacteria it just isn't possible so, well, so why are you eating bacteria then well, i didn't know if it was bacteria laden or not i'm just saying it was potential with the burn and i anyway it wasn't i'm fine i created a backstory for my eye the worst part to me about that would be the fact that one eye would be like unmakeuped and the other yes. eye would have makeup. It, and that's exactly what happened. That's like what that. would irritate me the most. Because I'd be like, oh, great. Like, I, now I look weird. Because, <laughs> like, I look like, you know, like, feeble baby eye, Paula. And then, like, you know, full-blown smoky eye, big Paula. Eye. You have a big eye and a small eye. You're the freak. I know. Yes. That's what I would look like. But it was funny to see the snickers of people when I'm like, I, I have sriracha in my eye. Like, what, who Jeez, does that loudly in a restaurant? sakes. I know. Yeah, really. Gosh. I don't know. Can't be taken anywhere. So how soon was this after the dental work? Like three days. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not like you had, you know, no function of your mouth or no, anything? No, no. No excuses. Just poor judgment in Just slurping a noodle. An experience in eating international food. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And then my birthday. Thanks, Stephanie, for posting happy birthday on my Facebook page, where then I was inundated with, with very well-intentioned friends going, Who? I didn't know it was your birthday. Happy birthday. S- Stephanie did it first? Yes. Okay, I thought I did no, it. No, so. no, Stephanie did it. And I, I said, I wonder if my sisters are going to be insidious today and post a happy birthday on Facebook. Yes, of you course. were. You all were. Allison didn't wish me a happy birthday, which I find hysterical. Well, she just, she's in her own world. No, I love it. I think it's it's so perfect, actually. She's she, in her own world. I love it. Like, you know, she, she can't, you know, be bothered to... <laughs> she's like... What? To know uh, what's going on with others. Yeah, she's too busy. Um, what was she all pissed off about the other day? Something. She was angry about something on television. I don't remember, but it made me laugh. I, you know, there's a lot of un- unnervedness going on right now. I know. You know? <laughs> Between, like, these emails with Hillary Clinton and, you know, <laughs> ISIS. and I know. The world you know, is such a terrible place it's a just, lot of the time, which is why we talk David about... David Letterman's going off the air. It's just like... <laughs> people I think are losing people, their minds. People are, like, all freaked out right now. So. Yeah, it's... You know what? Change is never a good thing for a lot of... For anybody, really. It's uncomfortable. But I, you know, I embrace the discomfort. I was telling uh, my hairdresser, I got my hair done. And he's like, so it was your birthday. And he goes, what did you do? And I said, I literally did nothing because I'm not a fan of bringing attention to myself in that respect. You know, I'm just not a fan of that. And he's like, oh, God, I'm the opposite. He goes, in fact, (laughs) he goes, I coordinate all my own birthday parties. How funny. (laughs) And I said, you know what, though? That gives him the control. And then he can have the attention, too. You know, because yeah. that way it's not up in the air. Like you and I, we complain about it constantly about having people try to surprise us with gatherings or gifts or parties and it never goes the way we want. Well, of course it doesn't. There's a great way to handle that. Do it yourself. Yeah, I could throw my own surprise birthday party. I throw suppose. your own surprise party and you will never be disappointed. Did Daryl get you a gift? I did. It was a very indulgent gift. One that I've wanted for years. I got a pair of Christian Dior cat eye sunglasses. Oh, they're okay. really, really nice, and I and they're ridiculously indulgent because they're just plastic sunglasses. I mean, they're not probably pure plastic, but they are. They're just sunglasses. But I've right. always wanted them. I saw them on a celebrity once, and I said I want those. And I finally tracked them down, and for Daryl's help. I created a Pinterest, you know, I have Pinterest, but I created a board just for him. I Every th- time I want something that's reasonable, like feasible, right? I pin it to this page on my Pinterest and then he can go there and ha- he has gift ideas that will never steer him wrong. That's cool. Like a little wish list. Yeah. Well, you know, because he's, you know, he used to buy me electronics for everything because that's what he wanted for all my gifts. Right. Were iPhones and computers and, you know, things. Or repaired, that, repaired computers. Repaired computers. Which actually didn't, you know, get repaired until two days after Mother's Day. Because <laughs> he forgot. 
don't know. No, it just it wasn't done yet, and right. so well, way to I don't, plan. I don't really know. And you know, the funny part is, is I actually knew about it were, two days before Mother's Day, and because, you didn't know it was your gift. Well, because he kept he. <laughs> He was like, he's like, well, I've got to leave for work early because I've got to take care of something. I'm like, okay. And then he came back in and, you know, got his backpack. And then, like, the next day, he's like, um, I got to step outside and take this phone call. Oh and I'm God. just like, all right. I'm like, what the hell's going on? You know, yeah, you're, I'm you're just so like, bad at this. <laughs> I'm like, this whole secret business, I'm like, I don't get what is it? Yeah. You know, and he's just like, nothing's going on. I'm like, well, what is it? And he's just like, there's nothing. He's like, I had to take a phone call about, you know, some work stuff. He's like, I had to come back and get my backpack because you're a computer. And he's like, oh, God damn it. And he just got so pissed. Look, don't lie. You know, it, it's worse when you lie. Just say, I'm trying to plan something for you, you know. Close your eyes for a minute. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it reminds me of the, it just reminds me of those skits where they're like, you know, la la la. And I'm trying to do it. Oh, damn it. I just gave it away. Oh, oh well. I don't think he would want to give that away on purpose. I don't know why. You know what? Creative gift giving. That's what he's thinking. I don't, I dare not try to figure out a man's intentions ever. I mean, no men at all. There's no point. I, why bother? Their reasoning is, in their mind, is logic, you know, even if it isn't. So whatever. <laughs> right. I can't right. explain it. All right. So finally, you are coming over on Saturday. We're doing the UFC, the big UFC. Yes. Can't wait. We will be having sangria. So okay. it'll be yummy. I mean, I don't know if you'll have any, but it should be yummy. Probably not, but it tastes like I don't punch. know what's in sangria. Just, it's just red wine and fruit. Oh, okay. So you might be able to have it. Maybe, well, yeah. Um, I'll, try to, I'll try to stick to a gluten-free recipe so that you may have a sip. Well, don't go, you know, making things all special for me. God forbid. So. We wouldn't want to do that. I'll just eat the, you know, the, the, celery, the celery bar. I'll just eat off of this vegetable tray as long as nothing's been prepared that had gluten or on it. Contaminated. I'll just eat before I come. That's usually what I do. <laughs> or you'll bring something. Yeah, we're I'll all just have these something. rice crisps. <laughs> you uh, you all enjoy your Spanish food. No, I'm just gonna eat these nut thins. <laughs> no kidding. So. All, right. all right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. Anything else you wanted to add? The only other thing I wanted to say was, do you remember me telling you about the snake that I found in my yard? No. Remember I told you when I was gardening and I took a picture of it and I thought it was a worm at first. Oh right. But it was yeah. ultimately it was a snake. Well, it's still in my yard. I found Ugh. it again the other day. I went in there to put to close the gate because there's a gate that opens to the deck and I closed it and here there he was. And he was rolled over again pretending to be dead. And I looked at him I'm like, what are you doing here? Why are you still here? You need to leave. And and he was just laying there doing the tongue thing. And I'm like, get out of he here. Doesn't, it didn't scare you? No, because he's actually smaller than I thought. Like how big is he? He might be six inches I mean, he's not so, even a like, foot long. He's not even the size, like, a size of a pencil? He might be the size of a pencil. Don't be concerned. <sighs> I don't know. He, I, he, he's gone again. He left again. So it's possible that he took off finally. But he's still, I was like, so my hair just goes, oh, he's living there. And I said, don't make it sound like that. Yeah, like, I think he's taken up residence in the backyard. Like, this is our snake now? Like, what am I supposed to do? He goes, hey, it's eating things you don't want in there. I'm like, I don't want it here. But I understand what you're saying. If it's eating spiders, I'm good with it. But, uh, yeah, he's still around. I'm like, uh, well, I mean, they don't bite or anything. Well, I mean, all things bite. But this one is not aggressive, clearly. He's a big pussy. Well, I mean, it's it's a pencil. I mean. Yeah, he's small. He's. I've seen lizards in my yard bigger than him. So Gross. I know. Gosh. I know. Well, good for him, I guess. It sounds like he's he's landed a uh, landed somewhere nice. I hope that a bird will eat it or a dog. Why that that would be terrible. Well, it's either that or he's here hanging out. Well, I would just hope that he'd go about his merry way. I don't know. I always imagine snakes are like vagabonds. You know, they just kind of like <laughs> they go wherever they feel, roam about. Yeah. Know. Well, you know what? He's survived pretty long so far. He hasn't been run over by a lawnmower, and he hasn't been eaten by two vicious dogs, so or a cat for that matter. So he must be pretty, pretty smart. 
Well, yeah, sounds like he knows what he's doing. So, well, I'm going to wrap it up because the leaf blower is getting closer and I'm going to be shouting here in a minute. Uh, Yeah, because I don't know why my landscapers always have to come the day that we record. They've been leaf blowing for almost two hours. And that's all they do. That's all they do. They don't don't trim things. They don't trim any of the hedges or anything like that. Oh, well. I know. I could do that. Will they pay me to go over there blow and blow around leaves? He would not do that. No, I wouldn't. I tried. We have a leaf blower, and I tried to use it. I used it for about twenty minutes, and my arms were sore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is really hard work. I'm done. And yet, you're the one that's exercising every day. Why are your I arms do, sore? Because it's heavy. I have look. I I have never ever claimed to be strong. I have very weak arms. I have T-Rex arms. I've I've had them that way my whole life. That's why I was always afraid to do yoga. I thought they would snap in two. There's no muscle there. I there's just nothing I can do. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way about my arms. <laughs> They're actually getting worse. Although They're you can getting... hold up your pajama bottoms so that you can do scrunches. So there's Well, that, that is true. That is true. <laughs> but All right. I don't know what to say. Oops. That's my alarm. All right. Well, I guess that means we're done. Okay. Well, uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks for listening in and uh, have a good one. Bye. That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.